Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A new daily fantasy app for prop bets is here and it's called Thrive Fantasy. Forget the old school way of DFS. Thrive Fantasy has streamlined the drafting process and eliminated the need to do unnecessary hours of research by using only top tier athletes. That means no more salary cap. You just build your lineup around a list of prop bets. Here's how it works. For each contest, you choose 10 of the 20 prop bets plus two ice picks that protect you from any late scratches or postponed games. Each unique prop has an over and under point value assigned to it, and you will be rewarded that value if the prop is correct. So for example, if Tom Brady throws for over or under 250 yards, the less likely the prop is to occur, the more points the choice will be worth. You build your team, score around the amount of correct prop bets you select. It's easy to play, so just check out the Thrive Fantasy link in the description of this podcast and get in the game with Thrive Fantasy today. From the Gotham Podcast Studio, it's the Ain't Hard to Tell Podcast, episode 61, Dexter Henry, Brian Fonseca in the yeah. building, and we have uh, one of my favorite writers. She meet the, but okay. The. I'll go with one. That's fine. She came on with the sass already. I like it. I like it. I have a lot of love for her because uh, we're I, from I, the same part of Brooklyn. I could say that also, even though we just met. One of my favorite writers also. Yes. Thank yeah. you. She she represents uh, Flatbush, Brooklyn. East, Flat, East Flatbush or Flatbush? Well, Flatbush. Okay. Flatbush. All right. I'm an East Flatbush guy, but it's fine. It's okay. Um, also a fellow West Indian from, West from Indian. Guy, repping Guyana. Guyana, yes. Uh, could be the other better G with Grenada, but we, we'll, Ooh, we'll let that rock. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, it is Kimberly Martin, senior NFL writer for Yahoo Sports. Um, known her for years. Mm. Been trying to get her on the podcast for months. Right. And unfortunately, the both of us, we travel so much for work. It's hard. It's not like she was ducking me. It's not like she was hating against Pitt like she normally does. No, this was no this no anti Pitt stuff this time. This literally was Dexter's so busy. Yeah. Um <laughs> that you know, I'm glad he could fit me in, in the schedule. Oh, see how she see how she put it there? She's like glad Dexter could fit me into the schedule. <laughs> you also strategically wore your pitch shirt today. I did. But here's the thing, it backfired. Let's just get into that real quick. It backfired <laughs> because I, I came here, I tried to show Kim some love with the flatbush hat. I like, like it. I music. like it. I like and it. And I tried to antagonize Kim at the same time with the pit shirt. But Kim is on cloud nine. <laughs> um, would, would you like to explain why you're on I'm your just, collegiate I, cloud nine? You know what? I'm not even going to take a lot of time to talk about it because Ooh, wow. it just is what it is. Syracuse is just, that's the school you want to you wanna, you wanna be affiliated with, obviously. Um, not Duke. Um, <laughs> so not Pitt. <laughs> So, you know, it's fine. It's cool. It's cool. I don't have to say any more. I mean. You know did, what? That, that was like the You know how people have the humble brag? That was like the opposite of the humble brag. I, I, I'm not. We don't even need to talk about it anymore. Mm. I mean, you yes, beat, my team went to Cameron. We beat Duke. <laughs> um, put up 90 on them. Um, RJ Barrett went eight for a thousand. Yeah, you know, but you know, I'm sure, I'm sure Pitt will do the same. Put up 95 or whatever. I'm sure. It, it's fine. 
I mean, to Pitt's credit, they did get that big win over Florida State, which is not quite Duke. I know, I know, you're going to point that out, but <laughs> they were 11th in the country. I don't, want to, I don't really want to talk about this anymore. Listen, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm listen. totally fine with moving on. Look, look, we can move on. I mean, there's nothing to say. There's I, nothing. I'm gonna say this. You know where I went to school. All right. I got nothing to say in this conversation. Yeah, you, don't. <laughs> no. you don't. But Kimberly and I have had a friendly, for the most part, uh, yes. uh, debate, if you want to say that, yes. uh, back and forth over Pitt and Syracuse. I enjoyed when Pitt played Syracuse when we both were in the Big East and now we're in the ACC. When we were in college, we had some good mm-hmm. games against each other. Mm. But we're not here to talk about We're not here Pitt to talk S- about Syracuse dominance, no. Quite. Mm. Wow. She just, wow. No. Wow. Let's talk about on. the takeover. We are going to move on. Uh, but we have Kimberly here, as I said, senior NFL writer from Yahoo Sports. Uh I know Kim going back to when she was writing for Newsday, yes. covering the Jets. Feels like so long ago, right? It does. It was just August 2017. Yeah, I remember just, I was, I'll keep this real. I saw you and I was like, oh man, we got a black person. A black, one, a, not, <laughs> no, not just a black person, a black woman yep. who was covering um, NFL. And I, to, be my, to be fair, I don't remember at that time in New York if I, there was any other there black woman who Mm-mm. was... A beat writer. Mm-mm. There was none. You were the first. In New York, I, no. Because no, at the time, there were only two of us black women covering beat writers covering the NFL. And my big sister, Shalise, was covering the mm-hmm. Patriots for the Boston Globe. She's no longer a Patriots beat writer. Um, so then when she, when she left the beat, I was the only black woman. Um, so, so yeah, to be from New York, as diverse as this city is, and to be the only black female beat writer in this city, I, it was it was kind of crazy. I mean, I'm I mean, used to it at you, this point. When uh, yesterday at the Nets media room, I found one other Hispanic writer. So there was yeah. that. We go. We have the same thing in New York City. We don't have that many of us. Either. I'm Puerto Rican, just so you know. We don't have that many of us either. It's you know very. Um, it is, and that was what are we talking about? That's how long ago? Just to give people a reference, that we're talking. Um, that was a year. That was a year, and a, and change. Yeah, since oh. you let since she left, and she was still on that beat. But mm-hmm. I've known you probably since what, like 2010, oh, yeah. 2009. Yeah, Mark Sanchez's first year. Yeah. I was the backup on the Jets okay. beat for Newsday. Oh, yeah, now, yeah, Mark Sanchez. Oh, we're not. We, we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> uh, but we all look. Whenever you we, thought he was going to be the one, right? I'm not going to talk about. It. <laughs> <laughs> tough time for Jackson. Tough yeah, times, tough, tough times. Time, yeah, tough yeah, time. yeah. Um, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, we always like to ask when we have other journalists up here how they got into the game, so he'll let people know what's the Kimberly Martin story. How did you get into uh, sports journalism? How did it all come about? Uh, the one thing I could say is doing the unexpected. I worked in finance before um, I, I was I went to Syracuse for grad school um, and I was a mag- and honestly I was a magazine major I had no I thought I was gonna write for ESPN the magazine I thought I was gonna write for Sports Illustrated wait they have magazine majors I didn't know about that yeah no I really didn't back you know a couple years ago when I was in grad school <laughs> um, I never I really never heard of this yeah. like I'm not even like no, and I've honestly had no intentions of writing for a newspaper. And up until this Yahoo job, I've only written for newspapers. So hmm. I didn't, hmm. I, you know, I'm West Indian. So dad wanted me to do. Yeah, I knew where you were going with this. Study computers or <laughs> economics. Mom wanted me, you know, it's like that whole get something that, you know, we think you'll still have a career in in five years. Hmm. Um, and I was like, mm, no, I'm just going to. I, basically, my whole career is just not listening to other people. Same. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop you right there because when we had Michelle Yu up here, 
Uh, Michelle said the same thing. Obviously, you know, being from Asian background, family is the same way. Now that your parents see that you've had this success in journalism, what do they say now? When are you going to have a kid? That's, oh. it. that's it. Uh, Dexter shaking his head. That's it. I don't like when people ask that question to women. I just think it's, no. It's it's. Well, you're, 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 you're good. You had yours. No, it's so. not. Even, it's not about that. It's not. It's 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 it's. About, I had this conversation with my coworker the other day. It's about oh boy the fact that you know I've seen it's. I'm saying it's your mom and dad, so I'm giving them a little bit of a pass. But when people do it to women, it's just. You don't know where they are in their career, right. what they're focusing on. You mm-hmm. don't even know, if, just to keep it real, you don't know if they want kids. You right. don't know if they can right. have kids. Right. So I, it's kind of offensive to, oh, no, to do 100%. that. Oh, no, it's 100%. You know what I'm saying? Because nobody asked my husband, like, so. Yeah. No yeah. Like, yeah. What is, what's going on? Yeah, what's going on with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think if I were a dude doing this, if I had been a columnist in Buffalo, if I had come back to New York and I'm a senior writer columnist here, mm-hmm. And I was a dude. People wouldn't even care. Oh, you have kids. You don't. Oh, you're focusing on your career. For me, it's like, okay, I've done this. And I don't even think I've scratched the surface of what I can do. Right. I mm. hope. I mean, because what's the point? You, you yeah. got to keep growing right, right, professionally, right. personally. Yeah. But the fact that, you know, no matter what conversation, like I did a profile of Troy Aikman recently. I was in Dallas. I read that. I did. You know, and the whole point of the story was you think, you know, Troy Aikman. But I'm going to show you a different side of the guy, okay? So fine. Do this, you know, go go here doing profiles on these people. Go on to Cleveland. Didn't talk to Baker, but talk to everybody else about Baker to give you a sense of who Baker is. And mm-hmm. it's like you're talking about, okay, got the Super Bowl coming up, got to do that, Senior Bowl, all that crap. And it's like, so when am I going to get a grandkid? Um, that's really what I want. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like ah. You don't have time. I really don't. Like, you don't. I, <laughs> I really also don't. Also explain to people how much of this comes after you're you're married or engaged from the, the pressure that you have with it, that because that comes it, right after. I mm. can tell you as a woman, it is amazing. Nobody is ever satisfied. You know what I mean? Mm. Like out externally, nobody's ever satisfied. It's, oh, you got a good job? Okay, that's cool. Um, So when are you going to get a boyfriend? It's like, oh, I don't know. Okay, now you got the boyfriend. Oh, great. Finally, you're with someone. <laughs> Wonderful. All right, so when are you guys going to like get married? Hello? Uh, I don't know. I mean, whenever. Okay. Oh, cool. We're engaged. Oh, great. Okay, so when's a wedding? Okay. Wedding, boom. So when are we going to have kids? It is always this like moving target of what measures success for women. And it is always tied to men. At least, I don't know if it's a West Indian thing. I no, don't think so. It's not. I really do think it's just society. It's just sort of like, okay, if a woman is focused on her career, it's like, that's great, but... Like, what about the personal? As though, like, the assumption is, well, you can't have a complete life if you don't have a man or kids. Which, I mean, men are great, fine. Kids are great, wonderful. I don't have any yet, you know. Um, but even if I even if I got divorced tomorrow and never had kids, right? you know, there's more to me then. There's more to Kimberly Martin than is attached yeah. to this other stuff. You know, here's the thing. I'm so, Brian, I'll let you get to one second. Yeah. If, if you do have a kid... You know what the worst thing that happens right after that is? When's the next one? Yes. Mm. I hate that question. Yes. Because oh. people just want to see you broke and unhappy. Because, <laughs> because they just want all your money to be gone. Yeah, I'm like, why? I'm clipping <laughs> that one. Yes, that's going to be a clip. Because I'm like, no, I'm so with you. But like, that's what happens. So go ahead, Brian. It's crazy go. because like when you ask, when those questions are asked 
to you, those are like some of the questions that you're trying to ask yourself in terms of getting more out of yourself professionally. Mm-hmm. Right. So to have other people, that's like a whole other level of stress that I was just going through in my head. Like, yo, I would not want to. And I don't even know. I, I've see, I see how it happens with other, obviously, women I know in all different fields. Mm-hmm. But, like, obviously, as a man, I don't have that I don't have that experience. But I see it happen to other people, and it's just like, ugh. That's got to be Real so talk, I could not have. I could not have had the career I've had to this point if I had kids. I mean, it's just yeah. There are like I mentioned my my big sister Shalice. She I remember we covered two Super Bowls back to back together when she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. She was pregnant one year. The next year she was pregnant again. Wow. And you know the toll that that took just you know her being tired or her having to get on the media bus at six a.m. to mm. go to this and stuff like that. But I have best friends who are literally the same age as me with two kids, three kids, four kids. And we're the same place professionally, but I'm like, there's no way I'd be able to jump around to different jobs, do me, figure out what I want to do if I had kids. You know, so when people say, well, that's great, but what about this step? It's sort of like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I'm trying to be strategic about it. Like, I understand for me, like, I got to try to get to a place where I'm comfortable and where not just finance, I don't know if you're ever financially comfortable with to have kids but um nope. just get you know what i mean just get to a place in my career where it feels like okay i've established myself enough so that when i have to go on maternity leave will this job still be here for me can i transition which women should not have to you know what about. i'm saying like that that's mm-hmm. stuff that 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 i don't think other people factor in yeah, i agree ha- having a kid doesn't sound like fun i don't I'm, no, I, as a as a one parent i always here, take it to the extreme no, I I, i'm gonna say i'm gonna say having a kid is, is the greatest thing ever right i don't i don't i don't want i don't want to be the person that says that either i don't want to i feel like you can come somewhere in the middle like what i'm going to say is having a kid is fantastic <laughs> i obviously love my daughter it changes a lot of your yeah. life and this is why nobody should shame anybody right or try to force anybody into these decisions and i think you can be a reasonable as me as a parent and say that are you mm-hmm. are you allowed to tell the story about when you found out yeah i can tell the story about when i found <laughs> Does out Kim i have kim, kim does this? not know this story <laughs> i found out um my fiance Marguerite called me, and I was working with another job I had before this, and this was it was unexpected. I don't have a problem saying that we did not expect this, and uh, she told me. And uh, long story short is, I had to go have a glass of wine. Take <laughs> you're a like, walk. I need to. You're like, babe, I got, I gotta go. Yo, that's a, and then you, that's kind of how it was. I have a moment. Nah, hold on, let me, let me just be clear. I did not leave her just hanging like that. Like, <laughs> yo, yo, I gotta go. Yo, <laughs> no, but you, we, we talked. You, and, you know, you had, you had wine. You said I did. This, I went and had a glass of wine. You I sat walked, in the park for I sat, an no, hour. No, no, I went to I went to the Brooklyn Promenade. For everybody knows that oh, is. I walked had, to the promenade, and I I sat and I listened to some jazz. <laughs> I need and, to um, get in the right space, yeah, man. Got to get the if, right space. So, look, being a parent is a huge responsibility. When you find out, um, I had to get in the right mind and, <laughs> and be ready. Got, he, said okay. that, yeah. he said that he sat there sipping on. Was it no, the wine? I wasn't sipping the wine. Were in you public. drinking in public? No, was see, that what you did? No. Kimberly, I'm glad you recognized that. <laughs> oh, but you I were drinking the, something. No, no, no. You, I you, had you, the wine at a bar. I left the bar and walked to the promenade. And then you were staring at the floor. That's the staring, part I remember. I was staring at the floor and across. I was staring to across to where we record here in Lower Manhattan. Ironically, I was staring across the floor in Manhattan. Um, 
I just had to, to get, get my, his mind right. Okay. Yeah, but Kim, okay. you understand why I had to get my mind yeah, right? Yeah, that's why I don't have kids. That's yeah. why I don't have kids yet. Because I, I cannot get because my mind right. Because when that right comes, now. you might also have to get your mind right. I, There's nothing, 100%. no shame in that. Oh, you took it way better than I'm going to eventually 100%. take it if I have one. I didn't take it badly. I'm just. I'm I was the, no, I was just crying because it's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> the point, the point is, it's, it's the point is, I think what Kim is trying to say too is that look, this is life changing. It changed, yes, and, everything. And, and why I'm glad to obviously have a woman to come and talk. See, we didn't know we were going to talk about this, but to talk about this is important because a lot of times people don't talk about the career balance and the things that women have to face. You made a great point about the fact that you would actually have to consider whether or not the job would be there when you come back or mm-hmm. how much maternity leave yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you would get. Do you feel in, in your career, and you still worry about it, so is it, do you have any security to that? If you think about that, or you think about that for other women? I think that how we, you get on maternity leave, but you know, you come back and I'm not saying that like Yahoo would take my job away, right? But it's also it it's just different when the when it's your kid that comes out of your body and you have to then focus on work and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's something I don't I don't know. I think having a kid will be the best thing ever, right? And I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe will I want to will I will I want to cover the Super Bowl as often? You know what I mean? Depending on when I have the kid. Am I in a position where I might have to say like, yeah, that year, can't do the Senior Bowl, can't do the Combine, can't do the Super Bowl. That's all stuff that I have to consider as opposed to my male colleagues who have kids, but their wives can be at home or they yeah. have help. You know what I mean? It's just a different It's just a different thing. No, it's, no also, it's also hard because, like, <clears throat> excuse me, as a woman, when do you sort of decide when is the perfect time to get to that point? It's impossible. It's impossible. Have, yeah. It's impossible because, like you said, you want to keep reinventing yourself, keep growing, mm-hmm. keep evolving, and keep getting better. Right. But then, oh, now is it the time, or do I want to continue to do this first? I will be at that promenade. I will be drinking in public. <laughs> I can tell you that right now because, oh, wait, I probably couldn't if I was pregnant. Oh, wait. Scratch that. No, no, I was just about to say that. <laughs> I actually won't be drinking. Okay, like, sorry. We can edit that. This is, how, don't this, want is, no, no, okay. this is how much I have not thought about being pregnant. Right, um, right. Um, no, yes. No, I will be just, uh, gosh, can't even have coffee. Oh, my Lord. Um, There's a lot of things you can't do. Can't caffeine. Oh, Caffeine's geez. not good. I didn't you know you can. No, you can't, oh. do, can't do the caffeine thing. Oh, yeah. You can't have, like, deli meats. You can't do that. I'm just Oh, I'm really... basically just gonna be lying on the sidewalk, staring up this guy. Like, okay. Well, that sounds better than what I did. I mean, so, I'm not lying I, on the sidewalk. I probably wish. I hope, I, you, you know, know what? I, I might have been more relaxed if I let. let <laughs> no, but I'm thinking because like my mom drinks coffee every day. I'm like, does she have coffee when I was in? I think that so. would explain a lot. That explains a lot. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. yeah. That's I that's no it. wonder you're so hyper. I could see it. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Oh, See, mom, look, look. Th- and your mom's, He's doing the gaze eyes right there. Yeah, look. you do. You got, yeah. <laughs> I just want to continue for people where, how you got to where you are. You said, you, oh you know, because we kind of mm-hmm. went off, but into a good place. I'm glad we talked about those things. Right. Yeah, how did Kimberly Martin get to yeah, where she is now? Uh, and did you grow up a football fan? Or did you just kind of no, fall into that? I fell into football. Um, I actually, I was a Yankees fan. I just remember, but here's the thing. I just remember turning on the TV in 1995, and I must have turned on Channel 11 instead of Channel 9, and the Yankees were on. If I turned on Channel 9 and the Mets were on, cool. I would have been a Mets fan, probably. Um, you probably made the more healthy choice. But, but it's we're so, both oh, Mets fans. You definitely <laughs> but, made the more healthy choice. Well, that's 95, and four out of the five years after that, they won yeah, the World Series. Yeah, so I got in right the nick of time. However, right. once you cover baseball, it's sort of like a once you cover the Yankees and the Mets, I mean, for me, that fan of me died. But to get back to how I got I into all this, Word. I literally, 
always loved sports. Like I was a tomboy. <laughs> Don't let the cuteness fool you now. <laughs> look, uh, look at the swag. <laughs> oh man. Uh, no, I really like. I wore my dad's clothes to school. Like I just was a tomboy and everything. And then, but I think when I was looking at schools, I just fell in love. Like I went to private school in Connecticut, Wesleyan, which, by the way, where Belichick went, Eric Mangini went. Jeffrey Mayer, the kid who caught Derek there Jeter's uh, ball with it, you know against the Orioles, and Lin Manuel Miranda, he was two years ahead of me. The guy who did Hamilton, mm. he was two years ahead of me. Are you trying to me. say greatness comes out of? And West he's Wind? Puerto Rican. So. I'm just saying. Because I, I, I saw my, how you tried to bring it. It's before. like the seven degrees of Kimberly. Mm. Like I just feel like there's so many connections. <laughs> oh, I, I love how it all came back to you. You know what I mean? I just feel like there's so many connections that <laughs> see, I, no, I'm just waiting for some of that greatness. See, to... this is this is stuff that I can't do with any of my schools. You know who went? You know who went to my college? Actually, Dick Bavetta. I think that's that's that, true. That, Dick, I, Dick is. I think that might be the only other. Per, uh, you know what I mean? Like so, you know, when so, people ask me who went to wherever I'm school, I'm just gonna say me. That's what I, but I was going to say that leaves a door open for you to just like, be okay, I'm going to be That's that That's why person. I embrace it. So, so Pitt and Syracuse can keep winning. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, seriously. I'll be over here trying to put the, my, my schools on. <laughs> no, seriously, because it's like, oh, Mike Tirico, Bob Costas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, There's really, a lineage. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just too many people. You get lost in the shuffle. Um, but yeah, no, I, I always loved sports, but I went to Wesleyan and they did not have a journalism program. So I actually studied psychology. I was a Which psych was major, <laughs> psych and African-American studies, double major. And then when I got out, I had bills to pay. And so I went into finance. So I worked at an investment management firm for a year and a half. And when it got to that point where I was like, okay, should this be the career? Sort of mm. like, kind of boring. So <laughs> I just remember being in my cubicle applying to grad school. So I applied to, yeah, I applied to Syracuse and a couple other places. And I was shocked that I mean, I shouldn't have been shocked. But, um, no, I legit was shocked. I was like, holy crap. I actually, you know, got in. And then then you get there and it's only a year. So you have a year to, I never studied journalism. And all these, there were so many students that did this undergrad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why the hell are they here? They know this stuff already. I had to cram four years of academic learning into a year. Mm. And then you get out. And I had no, like I said, I wasn't used to writing on deadline. I was a magazine track. So... It's sort of like, oh, I have to cover a game and write a story in an out? Like, what? I can't do that. I spent a whole semester writing a 3,000-word article. You know what I mean? It's just different. So a lot of it was learn as, as I went. Um, but, yeah, I kind of did that, and I've been to Super Bowls, and Derek Jeter's 3,000 hit, and giant Super Bowls. and Now, your first, your first gig out of Syracuse was? I was an intern at The Record. And at the time, a newspaper, it was in Hackensack, New Jersey. And then I was supposed to be like their 12-month minority intern. And then after nine months, I don't even think they do that anymore. But uh, after nine months, I got promoted to full-time. So I was like, oh, cool. I did high schools. Um, did a couple, like, you know, go to Yankees game and write a notebook. And I just thought that was the coolest oh, thing. Oh, man, I got to go um, to yeah, I was like, oh, there's Mike, Mike Lucino, oh my God, you know. <laughs> um, but, and then after that, I went to Newsday, and I was high schools, um, and then, so it was like, at Newsday, it was two years of high schools, two years of being a pro writer, so I did everything. I even did the NBA, which I don't even pay attention to now, um, but I did the NFL, NBA, baseball, college, so two years of that, and then, boom, I got the Jets beat in 2012. So my first ever beat in anything in life 
was yes, outside sure. of high school, you know, like, like doing high a high school, school beat. Yeah, like, was the Jets. And that's like, a, and I remember my boss was like, okay, so you got to pick a beat. You can cover the Mets, you can cover the Jets, or you can cover the Brooklyn Nets. At that point, they were just about to move to Brooklyn. I was like, uh, no, nah, I'm good. I don't. I don't want any of those. And he was like, and I remember 2011, he was like, okay, cool, all right. And then 2012, he was like, no, you have to pick something. So you had to pick, right. Mm. Okay, yeah. Because I realized I didn't know you before because I remember when um, Rod Boone mm-hmm. was. He was a beat was writer, a beat so I was the backup. Before he went to the Nets. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, I, that's when I met you when you were the backup when you got the beat. And mm-hmm. like I said, I'll reiterate this from the beginning. I remember when I saw Kimberly covering the Jets, I was just like, you know, we gave each other the black head nod. <laughs> black, black people would know exactly what we're talking about. I was like, I was like, oh, I see you, sister. Okay, I was like, I see you, I see you, I see you. So yeah, I'll say a person here. You know, I feel that way. Very was proud to see you. Proud of everything you did. Um, you even got a, what an award from NABJ. Oh, yeah, yeah, twenty eleven. That's when I was like, yo, she's killing it out here. Thank you. Yo, yo I'm I'm not doing this for the podcast. Yeah. I was, this is everything I do feel. Kimberly probably's never heard me speak this glowingly about. No, her. I'm. I'm because she thinks like, pit people can't do. She's this. wondering. Nice. Yeah, I'm like, what's what's. She's what's, like, what's the setup? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, okay, he's gonna get a joke off real quick. Right. Okay. Where is it all gonna come? No, so this, down. no. But in all seriousness, no, seriously. Um, that's when I was like, wow, yo, she's really killing. Like, I knew from the writing, but I was like, you know, you always you like when you see other people get recognized. Your path wasn't um, structured in terms of the undergrad path to the grad school to having a magazine track to actually writing mm-hmm. for a newspaper to what you do now. Um, and we want to get to what you do now because within the last, just under two years, it's been kind of It's been kind of crazy. Crazy. Because you went crazy. from Newsday <laughs> I went from, to yeah, Buffalo, to, to Buffalo. the Washington Post, mm-hmm. to where I was like, oh, it's good moves. Then I was like, oh, <laughs> I think I texted you when I knew about the Yahoo thing. And I was like, oh, congratulations. Another move again. I was like, okay. Kimberly's leveling up. I like yeah, this. Yeah, it's getting to the point where people are like, oh, congrats on your new job. Because they're just or, like. <laughs> where you're going next. Or, <laughs> they're are, like, oh, I'm sick of saying are people to Are you. people going to start doing the thing like the kid thing being like, yo, so when's the next job? Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. oh my god. Honestly, that's why I have to make the joke on Twitter myself. Like anytime somebody switches jobs really quickly or a player gets cut after two weeks, like Anquan Bolden was in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. He literally was there, I swear, like two weeks. Yep. And so when I left after two months, I was like, you know what? At least I was here longer than Anquan Bolden. You were. And I did my job better. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, no, it's gotten to the point where People, some people are happy, genuinely happy. Who's mad? Yo, who's he, mad? Can I tell yeah, you? I want to see those people. The extra, the extra two, three blinks may suggest that somebody, <laughs> somebody's got a problem with you. Who's, who's mad? I, I or somebody. You know what? I have. I think leaving the Washington Post because to me that was the end all be all. I was like, I have reached. I have. I have. This is my mountaintop. I, I I have so we're clear for the listeners. When you went to Buffalo, you oh, were right. col- you were a columnist. I was a columnist. That's why I left New York. I went and to Buffalo to be a columnist. And when you went to the Post, columnist. you were also a columnist, correct? No. Okay. So sorry, I was the Redskins beat writer, beat writer when I went to the Post, and I went there, and they understood. Like, okay, we know you were a columnist in Buffalo. We know it's hard to give up the column, but do the beat for some time and then you know we think you can move on and just mm, sometimes stuff. don't trust that and I'm and I'm sort of like you know sort of like in the beginning like oh we see big things for you da, 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 which I'm like okay cool um, but then I think when you get in the door sometimes it's like oh, you just kind of want an idea more of a firm idea of like okay so what's this track record what are we doing mm-hmm. um, hmm. so I think I was fine I was happy there 
But then when Yahoo, now at Yahoo, um, it was pretty much, I was minding my own business, as always. Not looking for more work, not looking for a new job. But Yahoo came along and was like, hey, we think you're really good. We know you're in a great situation. But... We want to see you on on video. We want like we want you to write columns. We want you to travel. We want you to do this. Um, and for me, I think once you become a columnist, and I think in Buffalo, I actually do miss Buffalo. I'm not gonna lie. Never heard anybody. Never say heard that. it. Right. Right. Never okay. heard anybody say it. Never heard anybody black say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when I was in Buffalo. I remember when we had to do the picks, the weekly picks. Like they. Um, on Twitter, put out all the beat, all the reporters' pictures, and it was like the Brady Bunch, like nine people that picked. <laughs> Dexter shaking his head, and my black face was yeah, right in the middle, and I was like, "Oh, dear. they're like, which one of these is not like the other?" You know what wait, I mean? Wait, 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 wait. You were in the middle, and everyone else. Oh yeah, was either white, was white, except, white man. Except uh, that's kind of probably what it feels like to be oh, a black woman in, the, in that 100%. space, right? Which is why I joke, like I, I check. I check boxes, but I will say I'm aware of that. Right. Um, but I also know that I think sometimes people question like, oh, how she get all these jobs? Because she's black? Because she's a woman? Like, what's up with that? And I know that's a question that people have, hmm. but I can confidently say that while I check a lot of boxes, I'm pretty damn good. You know what I mean? Like, it, like yeah. because I put in work. Each stop. Like, the only reason I've been able to move to different jobs, it's not because I'm flighty or I don't know what I want to do. It's because I'm doing my job, minding my business, Mm -hmm. people take notice, and then they're like, she's good. Like, we want her here. You know what I mean? So I don't don't mind the questions, um, but when I brought up Buffalo, that columnist job, that to me was special because I was, again... I was the only, at the time I was the only black female sports columnist writing for in the uh, country writing yeah, for nationally. a national paper mm-hmm. and to me for me to be the only it didn't feel special it was more like that's really sad you know and I mm. understood in that market in particular my black face on the cover of the sports page and it was in, and it was clear to them like they hired me because they're like you have a different perspective we want that and so I'm like, good, because I got a lot of stuff to say. Mm-hmm. So that's why I liked being in Buffalo. And as much as people were sort of like, Ugh, must you always talk about race? Because my first column on <laughs> oh, the we, job, oh, get to that. Yeah. my first column on the job was about Kaepernick. I remember LaShawn oh, McCoy yeah. said something. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I remember that story. And yeah. so I was just like, and, and having to explain to writers, uh, to um, readers on Twitter, which isn't the easiest yeah with your you know, limitations. you know what i mean it's, it's hard like it's that. hard to explain um what it, it in a civil sort of way you know it may seem to you like i'm talking about race a lot but keep in mind or they'd be like why do you always have to bring up that you're a black woman like you know just write about sports mm. and so being a black <laughs> oh, woman to stick to sports you know mm. right mm. but it's like being We've a, had black a few woman, other podcasts about that too yeah. <laughs> being a black woman colors everything that I see and think and the stories that resonate with me and also how people interact with me. You know, like that Tyrod Taylor piece that that yeah. we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, like there's a reason he felt comfortable talking to me and talking about, hey, in this market, when I go to these press conferences, I don't know if these people really want me here. If they, f- I don't feel like it feels different when they're asking me questions. Um I think that I think my background and being a psych major, all that stuff, I think it plays into why people 
feel comfortable with me. Um, but it's important that that perspective is it's different, which is why it, it's important. So doing the Redskins job at the Post, I loved being at the Washington Post, but I also knew I could be doing more. I'm not saying that the Redskins beat isn't isn't you know sufficient or it's not great enough. People have come through the Washington Post on that beat and gone on and killed it. But I know for me, I wanted more of an idea of like, okay, when. Um, when am I going to get to do some of the other things that we talked about? And so when Yahoo came, I was like, you know, I was only at the post nine months. And I think when I talk about the hate or people being like, ooh, are yeah, you sure? Yeah, I want to know who's I wanna know Are who's you hate. sure you want to do that? I mean, if you... if you, And it wasn't just like... It, it, it was uh, people that I didn't even expect were like, oh, man, you know, like if you... If you go on and you leave the post, like, you're never going to be able to work here again. And I was like, I get that. Um, so? You know, or it's like, you know, oof, gosh, gosh, you know, you left Buffalo after two months. And now the post, after not, it's just not a good look. Like, you're going to be a vagabond walking around. Like, nobody's going to, like, you're not going to be attached to anything. And I think leaving the post. So? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm confused with those people. You went yeah, from, I just want to be clear for the people, too. You went from beat writer to, to columnist, columnist beat writer. to beat writer again for a Great, yes. great institution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To now going to Yahoo and being the senior NFL writer, and we always, I always joke with Howard Beck about how that senior in your name sounds really good. I know yeah. you like it, right? <laughs> yeah. It sounds really good. And being able to write columns now, yeah. Right. And and I've loved some of the work you've done, and, and got to touch upon some of the stuff like the race and stuff that mm-hmm. you want to talk about. Right. Who's there saying like nobody's going to remember that you had this amount of jump in this many time because you're going to go on and do even better stuff? Nobody's going to remember that. Why, yeah. the, why? I almost am perplexed at why those people are so I think because, apprehensive. I think because this business, as we've seen, slashing jobs, pe- there are a lot of good reporters that are out of work right now. Yeah, yeah. And so people are sort of like, like, who, like, what is she? What is she doing? Like, why would she? Why would she leave so many good jobs? Like, you know, um, I think, be- I, and I really do think leaving the post to me it said more about other people's insecurities yes, than yes. it did my own. Because for me, it was difficult leaving a place because my whole career, like when I was at Newsday, I'm like, I know I want to be at the Washington Post. Like I know I'm good enough to be at the Washington Post. Mm. Um, and I don't say that in a cocky way. It's like I, I work really hard, right? And so to me, to get to that point where you're like, I made it. I made it to the place I've always been trying to go. And now my goal was to be the first black female sports columnist for the Washington Post. You know, that was the goal. So for me to walk away from that was Mm -hmm. not easy. Mm -hmm. But I looked at, okay, the next two years I could be on the Redskins beat or I could be writing about different things. I could be using my voice. I could also be on on video, which, you know... To me, writing is always going to be my signature. But so many people over the years have talked to me about, like, you got to do the on-air. Th- like, you have to, like, incorporate that into what you do because you need to be able to go on air and talk about a story. You ha- If you're going to be a storyteller by any means, one of those means is on air. It's on radio. It's on all this stuff. Right. And so I... I you know, a lot of people are like, Yahoo, gosh, I mean, are you going to have a job in a couple of years? I mean, it's so, like, it's so volatile. Exactly, you were going to work for AOL or I something. mean, but here's the thing. <laughs> but, but, you know what's funny? But here's the thing. So, so like, Yahoo and, like, AOL and Verizon, like, it's all this one conglomerate thing. That is and true, so, right? And so people are like, you know, Yahoo, it seems really unstable. But I feel like even in two years, my I honestly said, worst case scenario, Two years, Yahoo's like, yeah, we got to let you go. 
Like, there's staff changes. You got to go. I was like, what can I do in those two years? And I thought, what I'm able to do over here, to me, would be greater than what I'm doing over here. Because I know from jump, all 32 teams are, you know, at my feet, basically, as far as, like, if I say I want to write an Anthony Lynn profile on the Chargers, and, and I did that. You know, if yep. I want to do a Troy Aikman profile and sit down with one of the greatest quarterbacks, I could do that. Um you know, so to me, it was all about the opportunities. And I think that because I have no, it terrifies me that I have no, like, it's almost like, what do you want to do? And it's like, well, shoot, I don't, I don't know. Like, come up with some ideas. It's so you have the freedom that you didn't have on a beat, you know, and yeah, you can, you I, can I write more meaningful things. And then something like a cream hunt thing at the Washington Post, we have columnists there, you know? So it's like, if I wanted to get my say-so, you get I don't it. think that was happening. Right. Mm. Here it's like, boom, I want to write about this. Backpack Broadcasting continues to bring you the best original sports content, but now you can get more of the content you love. For as little as $3 a month, you can get access to bonus content, including behind-the-scenes footage and interviews from the Sports Walk, Sideline Stories, or the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. All this exclusive content comes via Patreon. There are tiered levels of patronage, and each Backpack Broadcasting patron receives exclusive perks. Your support helps Backpack Broadcasting create more of the original content that you love. Visit Backpack Broadcasting's Patreon page and become a patron today. So I want, I, I want, I've seen your title. <laughs> I've seen your title. <laughs> no, I, I, I like that. Yeah. Um, you brought up Kareem Hunt, and there's a lot we can go into with the NFL. I, Brian and I can both say I have watched less of the NFL in the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, last yeah. season, I actually didn't watch it all. Um, I didn't even watch Super Bowl. Yeah. I still kept up to date. I read you. I read other people. Yeah. Um, I fell asleep during the Super Bowl, but I told you that story. But I was just annoyed with not just what happened with Kaepernick. It also, people always ask me, oh, is it just Kaepernick? Like, no. It was what happened with Ray Rice and Janae Rice, the injustice I've seen to to women. The attitudes in the NFL towards domestic violence has made me just kind of mm-hmm. sour on the league. Mm-hmm. Eric Reed um, now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Th- these kinds of things have soured me on the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I have liked from you, and I've never said this to you, is that even though, yeah, you cover the NFL, you've been critical of the, of the NFL. Um, you've been critical of some of the things covered up here, like the cream hunt piece mm-hmm. that you had. Um, you said you wanted to write that. With what happened at the time and what we saw in the video, Kareem Hunt, why was it so important for you to, to write something about that and be critical of how everything was handled there? So that week, we had, it was Sunday, He's um, Ruben Foster's released by the 49ers. Yep. It doesn't, him being released doesn't, it, it doesn't count as a transaction until Monday, Monday. right? Yep. By Tuesday... He's signed by he's claimed by the Redskins. Claimed off waivers by the Redskins. Yep. A team I just finished covering, mm-hmm. right? Then by Friday afternoon, you had the Cream Hunt video. So the whole week I was like, what like what is happening? Yeah. So I said to my editor probably Friday like, I want to write something on post it Sunday on all of this. The whole week and and just the craziness of it. I have no idea what I want to say cuz I'm still trying to work through it. Um I think being a woman does, you know, like I said, it filters how I process things. But it's more than that. It's sort of, 
you know, it's just bothersome that, again, it's TMZ. It, it felt like Ray Rice again in that TMZ was the catalyst for all of it, you mm-hmm. know, as far as we got the video. It's like, okay, well, how is TMZ getting this video? Okay, they're obviously paying people. Okay, is this mm-hmm. something that the NFL, like, is the NFL really doing everything it says it can to get to the heart of what is really happening, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, she wouldn't talk to us, so we didn't talk to, you know, it's just like, to me, it just, the fact that we had a system in place where Ruben Foster could get cut and then, uh, like, within 48 hours, be on another team. Like, I understand the NFLPA has its, you know, it's got to protect its players as far as, like, this man is, you know, why should we cut off his his earning potential? I get it all. But to me, it just, the optics of that entire week. And for the Redskins to be the only team to put in a waiver claim, the Redskins, who have been dysfunction central, you talk about Jets dysfunction, like, the Redskins, how... And they have great people in that building, mm-hmm. but overall, how they do things between the name and between we got cheerleaders yes. talking about stuff, and we got yeah. you know it's just like what is happening. Um, and because I covered them, I felt it was important to to write about it. And that and so going back to people that said like, well, why would you leave the Washington Post? Okay, so I wrote that column. Did crazy numbers, right? But that that column, I got called to be on NPR. Mm-hmm. You know. Did did the Bill Roden podcast? Yep. Mm. You know, did videos for Yahoo talking about? Hey, in my column, I wrote. You know, because I'm a columnist, senior writer here at Yahoo. This is what I wrote. This is what I felt. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like the platform it allows you more exposure. You know what I mean? So it's all part of trying to use your voice and and have it amplified in, in different ways. It seems like I know there was positive reactions to it. Yeah, I know Brian and I read it, and I know I retweeted it, and I was very proud when he did the Kareem Hunt um, column and uh, Bill Roden and other people on their podcast. I knew they talked. I listened to that, and they talked to you about it. What was? Did you have any negative reaction? Because I know oh, you gosh, obviously get a lot of, of the negative pushback, too. Of course. Of course, the stick to sports people, I would get, imagine. Get in the kitchen. Get in the kitchen. Oh. Somebody really said get in the kitchen? Yo, yes, you, my... you got to oh, be on man. Twitter, bro. People, I mean, people I'm say on, that I'm all just... the time. I, it, had been, it had been a while since I got the kitchen one Damn. to the point where I found it humorous. Like, I think last week or the week before, but I also got, what did that? Uh, I think I was a slut or something. Something. You know, oh. there's always something. You know, there, there's always. So you get the negative feedback creative I, ones obviously you know yeah, very creative. trust me for everything you write that the great thing about yahoo is like okay so the troy aikman thing i was told like it got almost a million hits on 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 the website yeah, right Jesus which is Christ. like insane right yeah i don't read th- that's great but i cannot read yahoo comments because like, i wouldn't do it you no, know I'll what i mean away. because no, no. it's just you're, like you're, you're gonna it's, it's just too much it's yeah. like I'll, i forget it i'd be on at the promenade Drinking, drinking, drinking by myself. Now I feel like the promenade is going to be this thing <laughs> to do. The, see, when like stuff gets but, real, see, you got to go to the promenade. Go to, gotta go to promenade. <laughs> see, this is you set up the callback jokes. <laughs> but, but, but maybe I've helped other people. So if somebody else is going to become a mom or a dad or they're going through some stressful, it is okay stressful time in your life. You need that time to be. Oh like, no doubt, I'm not even shaming myself yeah, for it. Yeah. You need that time. You got to go take the yes. time and do what you got to do. Yes. Or even if it's like Kim said, where you got to lay on the sidewalk. No judgment. If you got to lay on the sidewalk, you know. Do what you got to do. Like that's totally fine. Yes. So that, that that's that's totally fine. I mean, I mean, and going back to the whole NFL thing. So I just yes. started this. I'm covering a UFC event this week mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. Um, in the main event, 
you don't know the two people probably because neither of you probably watch mixed martial arts. Nah. In the co-main event is Greg Hardy. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is his first fight with the UFC. Mm. Uh, because he was previously on um he was fighting independently on I forgot what the name of it is but it's too long to even say it. And now he's in the co-main event against a nondescript heavyweight, so they're kind of uh, doing that now. And interestingly enough, on the same card, I don't even know if I told you uh, about this, but I don't know if you know Paige Van Zandt. She's super popular. Uh, flyweight. Sounds familiar. Yeah. She is fighting against a woman, Rachel Ostevic. I think that's how you pronounce her and name. And one of the two of them is domestic violence her. survivor. Rachel. Or victim, I should say. Yeah, on the same card. Hmm. Wow. Uh, She was abused by her husband, and I think they're still together. This was not even that long ago. This was like late November, I think. TMZ put out some Mm -hmm. photos. Mm -hmm. They uncovered Mm -hmm. some photos. The husband was arrested, uh, charged with anything? I think so. I have to look into that more. But with Greg Hardy, um, it's it's tone deaf on the UFC's part, to say the least. But... They said that they cleared it with her first. For whatever mm-hmm. reason, they were pretty adamant about putting Greg Hardy on this card. Right, right. So, That's interesting. Yeah. Well, it just shows that if you are talented, if mm-hmm. as far as his NFL career went, you know, for him to have get a second chance with the Cowboys when it was clear um, the issues that that when he was a Panther, like that was the the Reuben Foster thing. It's like when you have NFL execs on other teams, like. Yeah, man, I, I I was shocked that the Redskins put in a waiver claim. You know, it's like other people in the same job capacity as you are feeling like, you know what, he's not really not really not trying worth, to touch right. that right now, especially in that league. Like it's just like to me, it's it. Now I don't. I've never met Ruben Foster. I don't know the man. I know that charges got dropped or whatever. Um, but I just think to me, it just speaks to. If he were just a scrub, like the only reason Ray Rice didn't get to come back is because Ray Rice was, was 30 something. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right. Like, to, so that's why I'm really interested to see. I said this on NPR. I'm really interested, interested to see what the career trajectory for Kareem Hunt is mm-hmm. because he's like 22 or something like that. Doesn't he have interest from the Bears right now? Does oh I saw yesterday on Twitter. I saw I was flying back from New Orleans yesterday, but I saw like the Bears wouldn't rule out. Like something like being interested in him, something like well, that. Of course, of course they that would. means they they're interested. <laughs> so I mean, that that's what because he's a young guy. So yep. you, there is no, you know, with Ray Rice, it was easy to say, well, like, ah, uh, is it worth it? Yeah, he was already like thirty, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. he, was, and and he, he was showing, and no he was, and and he had, he, didn't he have like less than three yards of carry? Yeah, he was. Yeah, not so running the ball. he knows the end of the it was on the yeah, line. So for so. for NFL, like I think his body of work was enough reason for a team to say like no thanks but when you say that and you look at what happened with ray rice and what we think could happen with korean hunt i think maybe all of us would say he's probably going to get another opportunity oh, now yeah. when that yeah. happens we don't know this is the same Did, league that welcomed ki- back richie incognito yeah with what open kind arms. of message do you think that says from the nfl towards women because i look at it as like they've shown over a period of time that we don't necessarily care about women although society has shown that <laughs> in yeah, general i think sports is interesting in that it mirrors society yeah um, it teaches society a lot of lessons. Word. Uh, I find the, because I often get asked the, what do you think as a woman covering the NFL? And as much as I understand the question, mm-hmm. sometimes I, I, I often try to redirect it like, 
my male colleagues should be as upset or frustrated or curious or demanding answers as the women. Right. You know what I mean? I like that like, you do that. That's the only way it changes. Because, yes, as, you know, what's the message that the NFL is sending to women? Well, we care about Breast Cancer Month. <laughs> we, you know, we will pink up this holy... When yeah. there's money involved. Yep. And we Same want, thing with the military. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> mm-hmm. like, it's always the the strategic, targeted initiatives that show we care. But heaven forbid if you want to wear pink because your mother died of breast cancer, but you want to wear pink all season. Oh, no, no, no. We don't. We can't do that. That violates. You know, we are strictly about October. You know what? It's just like there's just so many things that are hypocritical about the NFL. And as a woman, yes, it bothers me. I think it does send a message just to fans in general that if you take a step back, we all love football. As problematic as it may be a sport as far as, you know, guys just ramming into each other. Um, I don't know of, about we all, but I hear you. Yeah, oh, right. Okay. Football <laughs> fans. Uh, yeah. Well, you're talking about the reasons why people were Fo- football fans. Yeah. Like. yeah football yeah, fans yeah, yeah, love yeah. the sport. But I think if you take a step back and look at it objectively, I mean, criticizing the NFL doesn't mean that I don't think it's a, a, an entertaining game and right. there are lessons to be learned from it. But there are things that when you're looking at these owners, when you're looking at the commissioner who really does the bidding of these owners, it's mm-hmm. sort of like there are a lot of things that make you go like, hmm. Uh, this doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, and it's like with remember with the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. Who who was the player? Um, the um, corner from Philly that he set up a whole thing so then they could uh, use money towards Malcolm Jenkins. Yes. Oh oh oh. I don't know Safety. why his name was mm-hmm. escaping me. Mm-hmm. But I was wondering, like, what are your thoughts on that? Because that's another one of those strategic the players things. coalition type. Yeah, stuff that, where yeah. they're trying to put money behind it, and Eric Reed had a whole issue with that. Yeah, no, because because I covered um, Josh Norman with the Redskins. He's a part of it. There's like twelve guys that are now still a part of the players coalition. Only twelve. Yeah. Oh, um, I get. I get it. I think the work that I think. To not recognize the work that Colin Kaepernick did does in the community, right, is really just if you're gonna ignore it, then you you're willfully ignoring this guy does great work in the community. To ignore that guys like Demario Davis, Josh uh, Josh Norman, um, I know Josh McCown and Kelvin Beecham, like there are a lot of guys that Chris Long I think is a part of the Chris players. Long. Yeah, yeah. He is. you know these guys like are meeting with lawmakers are literally. Don't, I remember doing a story on Josh Norman and, and Demario Davis, who used to be a Jet, now with the Saints, flew at night to go to Texas, you know, to, to go to Walmart and pack um, book bags with toys and stuff like that for kids who had been separated at the border from their parents, you know. And it's sort of like, as much as I know there's friction between the Players Coalition and Kaepernick and Reed, and Reed doesn't like Jenkins because he feels like he's co-opted and, you know, the... Sold out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I I get the friction. But for me, I think the great thing is these men in their own ways, whether they're backed by the NFL or not, or their respective teams are doing something. Kenny Stills, you know what I mean? In Miami, like, these guys are literally putting in the work. And that, to me, is Counts the most something. important thing. Yeah. yeah, I think it does. Where do you think the NFL is right now in terms of, you know, I don't know if we're in this this post-Kaepernick, the whole kneeling for the flag. That kind of died down oh, yeah. this season. And they're so happy about that. And, of course, of course they are. That, which, see, I, and that, like, which, stuff like that makes me not want to watch. Which, Kim, <laughs> makes me always say that speaks a lot about the owners in the NFL, as it always has. 100%. But it also speaks a lot about what 
might be the ideals of the majority of the NFL fan base, right? Like, mm-hmm. in that a lot of those people that were anti-Kaepernick or anti-Denealing made it about the flag when we know that it was not about that. Right, right, right. Right. It's Um, a convenient thing. It's like, again, it's all convenient redirection. It's sort of like, oh, let's not pay attention to what he's actually saying. Let's focus on... Now, I will say, there are a lot of things about what Kaepernick did that I don't like. I'm not down with the pig socks. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Che Guevara... You know what? Like, all that stuff... Like, uh, Castro... Like, Mm -hmm. to me, I have... I find some things problematic but to you know to get caught up in that i feel like that's if you really just don't want to pay attention to the message you know what i mean if you're gonna use like well i can't i can't hear what the man is saying because i can't focus on anything but the pig socks um i think unfortunately the nfl it's a business these owners are business people Mm -hmm. so the bottom line is all that matters so when it's not at all surprising that Kaepernick threatens the bottom line. If you are going to sign him, he will affect your bottom line. If you're the owner of whatever team, and I understand the Panthers signed Eric Reed. Um, Eric Reed doesn't have... He's not a quarterback. If Eric Reed walked down the he, street, most people don't know who he is right and now. And like you said, the position. Mm-hmm. He's position, not a quarterback. Yeah. Safety. It's so. not, it's just, he does not bring the same cachet yep. nationally yeah. as a Kaepernick. So if you are going to sign Kaepernick, you're going to have people... Like, I was in Buffalo, briefly, but when I was in Buffalo, <laughs> I remember driving to the facility and seeing veterans waving the American flag outside, like, protesting out, literally on the sidewalk of the Bills facility. They were protesting to for the team so to not sign Kaepernick? I was like, what the... <sighs> they shouldn't so, be protesting for the team to have better management, but so, that's all I'm so They should have signed Kaepernick. They I had drove, your boy, the Peter Man. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> not my boy. Pitt, we don't claim him. No, 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 no. No. Come on. Kim, we're not, Kim, we're not claiming him. Kim, I, re- I Kim, rest my case. Kim, Kim, Thank you. Kim, all right. Okay. Kim, we are not <laughs> claiming him. Why can't you just talk? Why can't we talk about Larry Fitzgerald all day? Why can't we do that? Darrell <laughs> Revis. Darrell Revis. Hall of my, my, my guys. Like, come on. Anyway, soon, I'm soon sorry. to be Hall of Famer. The, yes. So, so I saw them and I drove into the facility and literally walked back outside and said, "What are you guys protesting?" They were <laughs> mad because Bills players had knelt. And uh, in response to Trump saying the SOBs, like players. Yes, that, right. So okay. these veterans were upset that these and it was like 100 yards away from the Bills locker room. You have veterans on the street waving the flag. So I did a whole and it ran a one. I did a whole column about the juxtaposition of I get the flag means a lot to veterans. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also get where the play. Like I went back into the locker room. I'm like, hey, so you see those guys outside? And they're like, oh yeah, you know, I rolled down my window, talked to them the other day, and and so the players are saying, you know, our president is calling our our, our colleagues, us guys that in the league, he's calling us SOBs. Like that, that's not okay. Yeah. So we're doing this, and and the whole point of the call is sort of like you have people with obviously valid points on on both sides. But at some point, each side is going to have to listen to the other or you guys are going to have to come together and do something of value. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and see, that's that, the problem. That's the problem mm-hmm. because people aren't going to come together. Because they it don't. Like. Right. It's sort of the same thing that you were talking about before where as it pertains to like women in sports. Mm-hmm. Right. And if not enough men are speaking up for you guys, mm-hmm. then 
things are just going to stay the same. Yeah, because then everybody would just say the it's women a women's issue. And the, yeah. It's a women's it, issue, and the mm-hmm. women are get labeled as angry or whatever names they yeah. want to call you. This is why you get people say, going to the kitchen, or mm-hmm. this is why this happens. Like, more people didn't start caring about the LGBT community until straight people started sticking to. up for yeah, them. You, do, you, have to you need yeah. allies, because need allies. at that yep. point, it can't only be a woman's issue. It can't only be... Um, this issue or that issue, like has everybody to has to, issue. right? Everybody has to 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 speak about things that don't directly affect them, and or like you know what I mean? Like you you yeah. need that. I'm intrigued by these matchups for the championship. I think this is actually could be a really good championship weekend. Uh, we got hope. the Pats versus the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did City. watch that Monday night classic uh, earlier so... this year. I, I shouldn't even say classic. I hate doing that, calling that too early. But it was a really great game. And then I did also watch that Rams and Saints game this year. I did actually see both of these games. Um, so I'm excited about these conference finals matchup. Who do you like? I, I know you'll be in New Orleans. I will. Um, well, quick trip. <laughs> yeah, I just got back yesterday. Kim and I'll I going always again. on the road. Yes. Who knows where I will be this weekend with the snow that's coming here in the They're sending you straight to Kansas City, bro. Oh, boy. Who knows? Uh, who knows? You better let me know. I, I will let you we, know. We got to come back. I know. I know. Um, who do you like in these in these matchups? And what storylines do you find most intriguing? Not New England, right? So. <laughs> better not be you New England. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? <laughs> I was still in Buffalo. Oh, no, no, no. I was at, no, I did a podcast when I was with The Post. And, you know, the woman who was doing the podcast was like, okay, who's your early Super Bowl pick? And I was like, I don't know. Just the put the Patriots. I'll just say the Patriots because mm. they're always in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I said as a joke. Now, what I find so – and I tweeted this the other day. Like, we have all been waiting for the end. We have I saw, all I saw, been I waiting <laughs> to write the definitive, they are done. Yeah. My, Tom Brady, big mad right now. He is just like, <laughs> hashtag still here. Yep. All you suckers, yeah, I'm still good. All the people picking the charges last week. <laughs> Mad about, you know, Geno Smith would have gotten a ring if they went to the Super Bowl and won. You know that, right? You know you want that. <laughs> Kim's rolling her eyes for people who are not watching because Brian Wait, loves Geno Smith. Try, relax, do, relax. Wait, I'm trying to do the gaze. I don't know how to. I don't know how to be. Just that. grill him. You got to just look at him. Like I don't I mean, know how to do it. Yeah. I don't know. It's so creepy. She doesn't, um, she doesn't want to hate on me. It's okay. Yeah. No, that that take <laughs> is not. That's a weird hill to die on. But um, no, I'm just. I'm joking. I'm legitimately joking. I don't Phillip think Rivers throw the is. podcast away. Yeah, I don't think that. that is. I, w- I did want Philip Rivers to be on that stage because, like, I would have wanted to see if he would like bring all his children out to celebrate if he won a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> now he's shaming people with kids. kids. I'm not oh, shaming. Oh, Come on, can like, people just see, live? This is why Kim can is good too. Kim, Kim, like me, knows how to bring it back. Oh, yeah, you just, why are you shaming people with kids? Yeah, Can he not bring all his? I'm not kids shaming on the stage? him. I just wanted to see how that would unfold. Of course, they'd Don't, all be on. Stage. Do you never trust the process in life? Oh my god, the process! Like, <laughs> you sound like Gase right now. Yeah, you do. <laughs> process. I'm, we're gonna get back back to Tom Brady and the death <laughs> yes, of the um, Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, so that to me has been set. Like <laughs> I even said on that podcast I did early in the year. Like I, that's the story I want. Like I'm anxious to cover the end of them. And the fact that they refuse to die, I love it because Gronk literally is a skeleton out there. You know what I mean? And I know because I had him on my fantasy team this year, and he was not good. Um, so shout out to Todd Gurley who got me to the. I I picked Todd Gurley with the first okay. pick, and I did not. Me and my brother first. had Le'Veon Bell. Well, good job. Good yeah. job by you. Good yeah. job by you. We still made the playoffs. Oh. <laughs> we still somehow we made the playoffs. Yeah. But yeah, no. So the Patriots, I think. They are 
Bill and, and Brady, what they've been able to do. I mean, you could say that this team, this roster, people are like, oh, they, they don't have anything on this roster. Okay, well, look at last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think them, you know, the, the sage Tom Brady, the, you know, the, the older vet, 40, whatever years old, yeah. going against this young kid in Mahomes who was – I mean, the kid's the MVP. He is such a great talent. Oh, he's so exciting. So exciting oh, to watch. He makes curious. me want to watch football. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I'm curious really though good. how the weather impacts yeah. the game plans because yeah. he can because Mahomes can beat you a number of ways, right? Mm-hmm. Like he could do the I'm a run this way and I'm a just no look across the field. He'll probably you don't throw even, it behind his back. I think he could. You know, Geno Smith tried to put a ball behind his back once on the goal line in Tennessee. It didn't, it didn't. It didn't. Oh, work out wait, I remember that. Wait, yeah. that was on a goal line. I thought it was back, no. or he was he just backpedaling? No, no, it was on, it was on the goal it line. It was on the goal line. And that's your boy. But anyway, but anyway, I, <laughs> I remember. I remember. It was like Buff Fumble 2.0. Yeah, it was like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nothing, yeah. nothing. No, Would have been nice dude. if you got it. I'll say a good that dude. Much. But um, yeah, just your Gino takes are interesting. <laughs> um, so so. He, so that I think just the the two quarterbacks is going to be great. Um, but I I imagine it's going to be a low scoring. I'm going to say a low scoring affair. You just got because, a low scoring game for that one because huh? I just wonder how hmm. how much the weather will impact it. Yeah, it's so because it's for my Accu, my Accu weather hat. Yes, on now. please, man, tell us the um, forecast. Let's go. See, like, see, I'm gonna I'm gonna correct you. <laughs> oh, he's not a weatherman. <laughs> no, he's not yeah, a weatherman. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he's I'm not sorry. a meteorologist. Oh, meteorologist. Yeah, I can't stand when people do that oh to me right God. now. Yeah. That's what people so ask sorry. me when I tell them. Oh, I'm Dexter works so accurate. No, this happened to me. I'm, I'm out in D.C. this week for the snowstorm, and people are like, "Yo, so can you tell me what the weather?" Yo, I'm a national weather reporter. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. a national. Mm-hmm. See, once you get that national, I'm national weather reporter. Oh, let me let me say this. I like my title as much as you like senior. Okay. <laughs> good point. Good point. Good we point. Both, we both good like point. That. I like it just as but much as you like. Seriously, what's the weather gonna be like? I don't. Can we just? I mean, pull somebody. I, I'm gonna say check ch- checking with check, me tomorrow. Or check your right? phone. Yeah, you can check the Acu. You can check the Acu Weather app. Acu Weather should be paying me for this extra. I think you're a promo. Yeah, my podcast. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I saw y'all on ABC the other day. You saw who on ABC? Uh, they were they were showing the Acu Weather forecast on Scott Van Pelt's show, not ABC, ESPN. Oh, okay, because yeah, we go. provide we provide information. To we them. provide. Yeah, we do. It's not like I've been doing it. National. Yeah, national. <laughs> um, snow, snow. Is, what I can I can say this. Snow is in There's the forecast. There's significant snow yes, in the forecast. So that's supposed to come through the Midwest and up to the Northeast. He sounds like a weatherman, some me, but okay. That sounds like I know how to do my job. Yes, really it good does. At my job, I'm impressed. Which, no. might make, which might make me get quick jobs like you did. Yeah, no. And people are gonna be mad too. Yo, be so before, mad. Before he so started, mad. before he started this job, I remember we were asked. Some of us were asking you, like, "Yo, what do you know about weather?" Because it was just so random. That's I know, awesome. I mean, I know enough because I've done stuff when I was working in News 12 where I was reporting that's out. That's awesome, morning. though. That's cool. That's, what you, that's the key. And I was telling Kim about some stuff. I'm trying to work on something now. I'll talk more about it with sports and weather is going to come through. But there'll be more on that. So Stay tuned. Kim, Kim and I may cross do some stuff again. It may happen. So that'll be more on that. You know about this because I've told you about this. But I'll talk more about it. Anyway, so, yes. weather can impact it, no mm-hmm. doubt. And that's why you think it could be a low-scoring game. I think. I hope not. I hope not, but I think so. And I think if it, if the weather's really bad, I think that's advantage Patriots. I really yeah. do. Are you picking the Patriots? It is hard for me to pick against Bill right. and, and Brady. It okay. really is. Um because I've seen it too much like all those years I covered the Jets, once they were when once they were done, I jumped on having to cover the Patriots. I've seen it so many times. And if they are able to get to the Super Bowl, 
I mean, this is this season would be one of the best coaching years for Bill Belichick mm, because they just don't have they don't have the same team. They don't even have the tight end. I mean, he is just out yeah. there. Mm. And you still got Julian Edelman putting work like he did yeah, last week. I mean, great. Okay, so Saints. Yes, which, which you will Saints be in the you will be in the building for that. Bu- so I was in the building for Saints Eagles. Ooh, child, that stadium shook. If I hear Chopper style one more time, I'm going to put a bullet in my head. That's the NO for you. Oh, my gosh. But I love this the city's energy, the state. I mean, it literally was like Jurassic Park. Like, it was like shake. Like, you had like a cup of water. It was just like shaking. Like, this huh. press box was swaying. And that, so to me, I'm curious how the Rams will fare in that environment. Mm. You know, like... That it's a, I, I get it, I get it. Sean McVay, offensive mastermind, genius, yada yada yada. I think the Saints might blow him out. I'm really like, Ooh, this yeah, is a tough, this is a tough matchup. But having seen the Saints come out against the Eagles and not look good, yep. And for them to capitalize on Eagles' mistakes, and I was there, poor Alshon Jeffrey, and that ball. Oh, oh, that if was I was, tragic. you know what I would have done so if tragic. I was Alshon Jeffrey after that game. I would have went to the promenade and sat down. <laughs> he needed, yeah, it was bad. He needed to he go ne- to the promenade. He needs to just put up a tent on the promenade because yeah. it, <laughs> that is, it was so, it was so awful watching him because he's like, oh, you know, that's on me. Like the whole city of Philadelphia, oh, that's bad. on me. And he's like, but we'll be back next year. And it's like, okay, well, well Nick Foles won't be back here. Yeah. Like mm. now, and to the credit of the Eagles players, they all from Nick Foles to Zach Ertz, like everybody mm-hmm. was saying. We don't win a Super Bowl without Alshon Jeffrey last year. True. So let's remember that we win together and we lose together. Obviously, it's a, a tough spot in that moment. For, you felt like, okay, here comes some Foles magic. Okay, all Looked right. Like it was happening. You know, and then, I mean, in the way the ball just, like, completely went through his hand, it's just like... That was only like his fourth drop all year or something, right? He doesn't drop. Yes, he normally he normally does not drop. That that's the sad thing. So in this matchup, I don't know. I'm curious with the with the Rams. Like I, I get it. I I I get the Rams are good. I get it. Sean McVay is a genius. I'm. I feel like I need this to see them beat the Saints to to feel like they're legit. Is that terrible? I feel like I'm hating, but I feel like no, no, no. But that makes sense. I mean, given the way Jared Goff has looked lately. I'm just not like I and that that sort of play is not really sustainable through the playoffs all the time. I mean, so and you got the thing about the Saints. Like, granted, Eagles made a lot of mistakes, right? But you have to be able to come back. Like, okay, they knock you in the mouth, mm-hmm. you know, and you got to be able to come back. And they did, and they figured out how to win. Like, it wasn't a pretty Saints game. If you're a Saints fan, like I know some Saints fans. They're freaking out like, we have not looked great lately. You know, like, it hasn't been the same explosive. You know, you can't keep going to Michael Thomas all the time. Like we, Right, yeah. I get it. But to me, when I watch that game, it's like, you guys won, though. You know? <laughs> and, and good teams in those moments, figure it you out, figure it right. out and mm-hmm. you adjust. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I think the Saints will pull it out. I want to see Saints, Patriots Patriot, in Atlanta. So at Falcons fans just go go berserk. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Because and, I and it's gonna be, you know, in that scenario, meaning Rams Saints, mm-hmm. you would normally if you just go with the better quarterback, I mean, you're picking Drew Brees and you're fine with that. Yeah, I, I yeah. It's <laughs> like that's be, that's a bad idea. Especially I'm, since he's at home. Home. I think them being at home is huge. It's huge. Yeah. I, I I trust you being there because you were in the building last week. I'm going I like Patriots. 
I was a little undecided in another game because the Rams might have that revenge factor from the previous game, and that's kind of creeping in there for me. But I haven't liked how Goff has looked, so nah, that's another thing. I, yeah, I'm leaning towards. I'm I'm probably going with you. Like I'm probably we agree on something. I'm kind of going for with, once. Uh, for once. Well, we agree that I'm fabulous. So we two did things. we did agree two we did we did agree we did, and all your columns were great and all that other stuff. Now schools college sports we don't agree with. So, you know, that's just... Let me know when y'all beat Duke. Let me just, just let me know. Yo, here's the thing. Let me know. I think, <laughs> Pitt, let me know. I think Pitt plays Duke this Saturday. Le, d- okay. And what? I, 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 I await the basketball. text. Basketball. In what? I await what? the text. Basketball. If I don't Men, get... Men, women, if wrestling, I don't, if I don't, I don't know. get a text from you, I'll know exactly how that game is. Oh, ended, and so. if, if the Pitt wins, I will clip what you just said there. And it's going out on Twitter for everyone to see. First and of all, you gotta okay. retweet it. First of all, you guys beating Duke... That okay, that doesn't mean you're better than us. If you put up 96 points and beat Duke, okay, I'm gonna give you something. Uh, let me tell you something. Are you guys playing at home also? I believe, let me tell you, I believe that game is at Cameron Indoor, but I'm mm. not 100% sure. Mm. Um, I don't know if I believe you. Mm. I don't think that I don't think that game is at home because we just played two in, two in a row at home and we've won. All right. After, okay, you know okay. how bad it was last year being okay. a pit basketball fan? Okay. It was so bad. if you guys uh, put up ninety six and beat Duke, because we put up like ninety five. Let me tell you something. But what if they blow? If what be, if they blow out Duke? If we beat Duke, if <laughs> let me tell you, Kimberly's like that's not gonna happen. <laughs> okay, I just, I just want you know. Okay. Let me look, say something real look, quick. I don't want to be totally ignorant. <laughs> if we beat Duke sixty six to sixty five, no, nope. you think I can? You got to put up almost a hundred. Why? Because that's what we did. But what if Why? what if it's because. like we're what better if, defensively? What if it's like seventy three to fifty eight? Nope. <laughs> no. So you're not going to respect it? No. Unless they put no. it six? No. Like, I'm sorry. Like, now I feel like taking back everything nice I ever said. <laughs> or, or better yet, I'll tell you what. I'll do one promise I can make you, Kim. If Duke mm-hmm. happens to blow out Pitt, you know where I'm going to be on Saturday. Where are you going to be? At the promenade. <laughs> <laughs> can you just name this the promenade? <laughs> I'm yeah, right. Honestly, and I... But I feel like I feel like Kimberly, if she, if something ever happens, Kim, you have to go to the promenade. Yes. And you have to take a picture for me. Yes. I don't have to 100. see you. You yes. just got to put it and just be like, Dex, you already know. Yes. Or if you like, can't you make know. it, if you can't make it because you're traveling, just take a picture of the promenade. I'm, like, no, no I'm going to be at the promenade. From... I'm going to have a cup for people to walk by, throw some change in because <laughs> it's going to be, yes. I didn't, say, I didn't say you have to look like you were homeless. I didn't say <laughs> all that. Because I thought I'll be you were so so it'll, it'll be yeah. a wine glass. I thought it was, was, was going to be a cup of like wine or something. Well, oh, oh, as long as I'm not pregnant, yes, it will be yes, wine. Yes. Wine will totally not, be in that you're cup. You're not yes. about harming the kids. No. You're not about that on, no, this, on, this, no. on this podcast. Kmart loves the kids. Um, so. Yeah, so that's great. All right. Before so you, we, wait, yes. are they playing at home or not? I'm sorry. You really want to know this? Because at some point, I kind of checked out. I was like, I really can, don't can y'all, care. Can about, y'all like? Can y'all like bet? I mean, I don't. I don't make AccuWeather so, money, so I'm not really trying. Stop to, it! I'm not try, stop. I'm not, I'm not Listen, trying. first of all, first of all, I can tell you. I'm what, not trying. I, we will be. We will be maybe close to the same level of that. <laughs> Notice the difference in our title. National weather. Report. But what? I, what? what uh, Brian, what do I not have in my title? That, that senior. That, you know what senior sounds like? Paid. <laughs> That's what senior sounds like. Listen, senior. I'm just this is a conversation. This is a conversation that is not for me. I'm and, just and, minding my business. Head down. Kimberly keeps telling me. To do work. But you know what I know? Kimberly just told me the words I need. Got to keep applying in my career. I'm just minding my business. See, yep. keeping my head down. Mm-hmm. Do your job, and the good things happen, right? Mm-hmm. So you see, I'm not even in for, this. For Q's grads, yes. They I'm do. not even in wow. this tax bracket. I'm not even in this tax playing game. 
You know what I'm this saying? Guy, See, don't even act like don't, don't try to act like Kimberly and I are balling because we 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 know the struggles too. Compared struggles, to me, struggles. <laughs> what you what, what you just got to take the advice that Kimberly said. Mind your business. Yeah, keep head your down, head down. Do the work. Do what you got to oh, do. Do your work. Oh, you know, I've been doing that. Yeah, you got <laughs> to look up occasionally for the haters because you know Kimberly said. Oh, the haters are there. So you the haters are there. The people they're, that are like they're already there. Can you believe? Like, can you believe she switched jobs? Can you so look up? Awesome? I don't know why I can't look up the pit. Because no, my because Wi-Fi went out. Right? Oh, yeah. The Wi-Fi don't work. It did. It went out. The Wi-Fi went out. Hold on, hold on. Shocking. Shocking. Wow. That's okay. I'm gonna text you You think the both of us? I just, I just say, like, I'm going to text you on Saturday. I'm going to be in New Orleans, hopefully eating a beignet. And then I'm going to text you and be like, uh, what's what's that pit score? What's that, but, what's that pit score? And then I'm going to text, them, I'm gonna oh, text you back the picture of the promenade if the score is that. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Like, that's how it's going to be. And you're going to take text me a picture eating a beignet. Yeah, like, I'm going to be like, like <laughs> what I told you, Dex. I told you. <laughs> I like it. I like is it. That, that's your prediction that, for I what's like going to happen? I like it. But but if, if Pitt does win, and if Pitt scores 97 points, because according to you, they have they to have do this. They have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For it to matter. Oh, I'm going to have something for you. Okay. I'm going to just take a big orange and step <laughs> oh, on it. Oh, Jesus. And send you a picture of that. Oh, Jesus. Orange crushed. Orange crushed. Uh. <laughs> take that, Yo, senior see, writer. See, this is no internet. Yeah. See, because your, your computer, your Wi-Fi knows that y'all not winning. That's why. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> the computer already knows. Uh, first, well, uh, we just gotta thank you for coming out. We appreciate you, even in your rudeness towards my school. <laughs> we gotta pick a number. We oh, like, before you pick go, number, we do gotta pick, pick a number. Pick a number. Sixty-one. Sixty-one is god awful. Probably the worst one we've ever had uh, in terms of athlete selections. So I had to throw in some special ones like Shaquille O'Neal because apparently his career high was sixty-one points. Oh, uh, <laughs> she was like, she, was she, like, she, was like, she was sixty. Also, LeBron James, his career high was sixty-one points, which I did not know. That was against the Charlotte Bobcats. I don't think Dexter's going to go for that because he doesn't like going for uh, stuff like no, that. No, I don't. It has to be the jersey number. All right, so good luck with the jersey numbers. We have uh, – oh, right, and also Roger Maris is 61, 61 home, runs. home runs. Yeah, um, But you don't care about baseball. So, I do. <laughs> so Nate Newton. Hmm. Remember who that is? Yes. Because I vaguely do. But that's not really from my uh, – He played for – all right, next one. <laughs> Can you just try to do a generational thing? Like, that's not really. He did. Um, he did. He tried to call us old. Yeah, right. That's a, no. I mean, he don't know. I mean, nope, no. keep it moving. I you would, you are just, not even going to get to explain no. yourself. I just no. graduated grad school like a few <laughs> years ago, <laughs> so I don't know why he's trying to play I'm not me, saying. Yo, I like. Continue with, your, continue with your little numbers. Guys. Marcus Cannon. Oh, I don't like these numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I thought you were gonna like have something nice to say about him. No, Damn. just I'm just like, said, I was like, uh, I was thinking maybe you probably did a story the, on him at one point the, for the, some the reason. The next, the next couple, it gets a little bit better. From what Josh I'm Beckett. Ugh. Oh, oh, you're a Yankee fan. You're a Yankee fan. Yeah. I'm not a Yankee fan. I was a Yankee fan. Oh, Levon Hernandez. This is actually oh, my pick. Who I liked. This is actually my pick. Uh-huh. Uh, it, this is another one. I Miami, Kim- I love you. I can see. I can see. <laughs> Ki- I can see Kimberly rolling her eyes at the next person. Bronson Arroyo. Chen Ho Park. Oh. Uh, oh. What? Oh, are you going? <laughs> no, nothing. Keep going. Rick Nash, who just recently retired. Yes. Saw that. Yeah. Uh, and Jesse Roscoe wore one season. Can I come back when there are better numbers? Yeah. First of all, you can always we come can, back. And we, we, can bring, love... we can bring you back for um, something in the 80s because there'll be a good wide receiver there at some point. Well, we we don't want it to be that long. She comes back. Come back. Kim, you always welcome to come back. You want to come back in the seventies? Who's in the seventies? Chris Jenkins. 
Jenkins wore 77. 77. Oh, he's That's not right. He's not getting it. He's not getting it because your boy. <laughs> My boy wears 77. Your boy wears 77. Luka Doncic. And, 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 and Anson Carter, black hockey That's player. black hockey player. Might have to rep. We're going to get back to that in 16 episodes, but. We'll, we'll, we'll decide then. I know 76. All right, so who are you picking out of these? We always get make sure that. Oh. Uh, I'm going to leave on Hernandez, yeah. boy. Is yeah. it? Also, we're all, we're uh, all in agreement. Yeah. Yeah. Levon Hernandez? Yeah. Right. He's at least good. You know what I mean? Damn, you're just trying to disrespect everybody else on this list. The, no, the list wasn't great. Yeah. yeah. Yo, I'm tr- sorry listen, you did not get listen, a good list. Listen, I tried. I really tried. Like, I was looking at football reference. I was like, yo, you got to be kidding. There's like no good jet. There was like no jet from your time there that wore 61. He makes it sound like I covered the Jets in 1972 or something. Yeah, you do. Your time. Your time. Your time. 2000. Yo, you're being wild disrespectful. <laughs> wild disrespectful. Back on the dirt. No, Back but there, the there was like no jet between like 2010 and like 2018 that wore 61. He did refer. He said, I, I used to read Kimberly Martin back in the day. I, I didn't know. I didn't <laughs> he say never said that. that. I'm joking. <laughs> he never said that. Nah, he come never on. said that. He took it back. <laughs> see, now I'm scared. Back. No, you should, you should, I, I just wanted to see you give him the evil eye again. I'm try- I mean, I'm trying to. I'm trying to look, look, I will admit this, though, nice. but between both of us, he's definitely more likable than I am. 100%. So. That's like a very low bar to clear, but okay. Damn. Damn. Just. <laughs> Wow, I thought I was actually kind of being. No, I should be nice to you because podcast. I will never get the collection of compliments that I got from Dexter today. I will never get it again. No, I, I think I think we've I think we've crossed the bridge in our uh, you know relationship. I, I I think that you know I can be complimentary now. You know, back then, when we <laughs> back were then the I was field, a straight hater. Yo, I was back I was then. like, yo, I gotta let her know, man. Like, I gotta let her know I'm about this pit life. <laughs> she like, I gotta let her know. So you know, I had to let her know. Now now I look at it that like. I can help we've her out. We've grown. Sometime. We've matured. Matured. She's gonna hit me up and ask me for weather forecasts and meteorologists. You know. You know. You know. Hey. Promenade photos. Hey, what what happens is it's all about the title. She's now senior. You can't disrespect somebody who's got the name senior in the title. You can't. That's why you work so hard to get the senior title. There you go. Mm. That's <laughs> all right. That's another note that I'll put in my. You should. Uh, my, my. You should. You should definitely write that story down. Down. Yeah, write that down. Write that one down. Yeah, Words to live by from Kimberly Martin. Get yeah. that title. There you go. Yeah. Six, we're, so, we're, gonna, we're gonna talk off, off air because I need some guidance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is episode sixty-one, the Levon Hernandez episode. We want to have a special thank you, and you to, gotta watch Brothers in Exile too. With I him. do have to watch That's that. That's great. You told me that was great. Great documentary. Yeah, special good. thank you to Kimberly Martin, uh, the best. NFL writer in the business. Okay, I'm not gonna. I can't even co-sign that. But, I, um, I appreciate. Yeah, that. I'm surprised. I thought your no, ego was no, gonna let I you mean, co-sign that. No, my ego is very big, but yeah, I thought your ego was gonna be like. But I, you know what? You know, but you know what I really like about you? What? That you're you're not one of these people who are like fake humble. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like yeah. a lot, I like, this. like you're no, just a jerk. No, no, no. no, <laughs> no people no, say no. that about me, and I, I'm like, okay. The, 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 we're like the same way in terms of because no, you, no, you, no. you, you know what I mean, though. Because <laughs> like in terms of a lot of other writers, they'll be like, oh, you, you know, I, you know, I couldn't have got here without this person and this person and this person, and never give the credit to themselves. When it's mm-hmm. like, look, at some point, you have to take ownership that you, in fact, got yourself. Yeah, there. I've had a They're, lot of help. Yeah, I've had a lot you, of help. You get a lot of help, no right. doubt. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you got to be like, yo, I got here because I'm nice. Yeah, I think as a woman, I've kind of ha- had to be okay with saying, like, no, I'm good. And it took me a while. I think only within the last six months did I get to a point where it's like, it's okay to say, no, yes. there's a reason I'm here. That's that's okay. It's not, it's not conceit. It's because I know the work backs it up. 
That's got, all it is. You got to keep you got to keep that energy as you Confidence. keep climbing. Gotta keep that you know, energy. We're rooting for you. A lot of other people rooting for you. And, I appreciate uh, that. That's all but like I said, my favorite NFL writer, <laughs> uh, the best NFL writer in the business, that is Kimberly Martin, Senior. Senior NFL writer for Yahoo. Doing a lot better than I am in terms of titles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for episode 61. For Brian Fonseca and the great Kimberly Martin, even though she went to Syracuse and somehow <laughs> thinks that they're better than Pitt. I'm Dexter Henry. That's it. Until next time, y'all. Peace. Peace.